Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Have they been selected in accordance with the canons of this church? And do you believe their manner of life is suitable to the exercise of this ministry? We certify to you that they have satisfied the requirements of the end, and we believe they are qualified for this glory. Will you be loyal to the doctrine, discipline, and worship of Christ as this church has received them? And will you, in accordance with the canons of this church, obey your bishop and other ministers who may have authority over you in your works? I am willing and ready to do so, and I solemnly declare that 
Dear friends in Christ, you know the importance of this ministry and the weight of your responsibility in presenting Andrew and Jesse and Jeffrey and John and Charles for ordination to the sacred order of deacons. Therefore, if any of you know any impediment or crime because of which we should not proceed, come forward now and make it known. Is it your will that Andrew, Jesse, Jeffrey, John, and Charles be ordained as deacons? It is. Will you uphold them in this ministry? We will. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. This is hard enough. <laughs> the Father, have mercy on us. God the Son, have mercy on us. God the Holy Spirit. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. We pray to you, Lord Christ, Lord, hear our for the Holy Church of God, that it may be filled with truth and love, and be found without fault, 
at the day of your coming. We pray to you, O Lord. For all members of your church in their vocation and ministry, that they may serve you in a true and godly life, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Craig, our patriot, for Douglas, our diocesan, and for all bishops, priests, and deacons, that they may be filled with your love, may hunger for truth, and may thirst after righteousness. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Andrew, Jesse, Jeffrey, John, and Charles, whose deacons in your church, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That they may faithfully fulfill the duties of this ministry. Build up your church and glorify your name. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, they may be sustained and encouraged to persevere to the end. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For their families, our parishes, and this community, that they may be adorned with all Christian virtues, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who fear God and believe in you, Lord Christ, that our divisions may cease, and that all may be one as you and the Father are one, we pray to you, O Lord. For the mission of the church, that in faithful witness it may preach the gospel to the ends of the earth, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who do not yet believe, and for those who have lost their faith, that they may receive the light of the gospel, we pray to you, O Lord. For the peace of the world, that a spirit of respect and forbearance may grow among nations and peoples, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those in position of public trust, especially our president and governor, that they may serve justice and promote the dignity and freedom of every person, we pray to you, O Lord. For the poor, the persecuted, the sick, and all who suffer, for refugees, prisoners, and all who are in danger, that they may be relieved and protected, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For ourselves, for the forgiveness of our sins, and for the grace of the Holy Spirit to mend our lives, we pray to you, O Lord. For all who have died in the communion of your church and those whose faith is known to you alone, that with all saints they may have rest in that place where there is no pain or grief, but eternal life. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. 
rejoicing in the fellowship of the ever-blessed Virgin Mary, St. Michael and all the saints, let us commend ourselves to one another and all of our life to Christ our God. We pray to you, O Lord our God. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. The Lord be with you. And also with you. O God of unchangeable power and eternal light, look favorably on your whole church, that wonderful and sacred mystery. By the effectual working of your providence, carry out in tranquility the plan of salvation. Let the whole world see and know that things which were being cast down are being raised up, and things which had grown old are being made new, and that all things are being brought to their perfection by him through whom all things were made, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. This is from Jeremiah chapter 1, beginning in verse, verse 4, going to verse 10. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you, I prophet to the nations. Then said I, O Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am a youth, for you shall go to all whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have made this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This evening's psalm comes from Psalm 119, beginning in verse 1. Blessed are the undefiled in the way, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity, they walk in his ways. You have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep your statutes. Then I would not be ashamed when I look into all your commandments. I will praise you with uprightness of heart when I learn your righteous judgments. 
I will keep your statues, statutes. Oh, do not forsake me utterly. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Acts, chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. Now in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews from the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven of good reputation, seven of good men of reputation, excuse me, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the saying pleased the whole multitude. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, and Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, and Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles. And when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient of, to the faith. The word of the Lord. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Luke. Glory be to thee, O Lord. St. Luke chapter 12, beginning at verse 35. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning, and you yourselves be like men who wait for their master when he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Blessed are those who those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. 
And if he should come in the second watch, or come in the third watch and find them so, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise be to thee, Lord Christ.
What a glorious uh, evening. I've been through many ordination services, done many ordination services, consecrations, bishops, and I don't think I've ever felt a stronger move of the Holy Spirit than we have here tonight. It's, uh, and I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's just a result of the dedication of everybody that was involved in this. And uh, I want to personally thank every one of you. Every one of you who uh, believed in what we're doing and put everything you had into it, and uh, I didn't do. In fact, I just sit around for most of the service. But uh, <laughs> you know, for until just a few hundred years ago, these were private masses, and the uh, lady wasn't uh, involved. And uh, so, I hope you can. Uh, Appreciate the sacredness and the grandeur of what we're doing here, because a uh, huge step that these men are taking, and uh, I know every one of them personally, and uh, I don't change diapers, so I've never changed any of your diapers, but, uh, <laughs> but they're all fine men, fine wives and families, and uh, what a privilege for me to <laughs> to have this opportunity and to have them serve with me. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about what we're doing if you've never been into a service like this. Uh, the office of a deacon is a high and holy one. In fact, it's it's uh, one of only two offices in the church, the office of a bishop and the office of a deacon. Uh, Paul in Philippians, for instance, chapter 1, verse 1, talks to us, and he mentions addressing the church three groups, and one of the saints, one of the bishops, and the other is the deacons. And uh, when he later writes to some of the men he's raising up in First Timothy 3, 1 through 13, there's a description of what it takes to be in those offices. Very similar, too. Very similar description of uh, not what they do so much as what they have to be. They're special servants. The bishops were the pastors and the deacons were special servants. Think of them as angels in our midst that were given this anointing to serve us in so many ways in the church. Now, you, you're probably thinking the Bible's wrong because we have priests. <laughs> but... Uh, <clears throat> Let me explain how that works. We'll go back to one of my old government classes some of these guys slept through. In every county in the state, there's a sheriff, one sheriff. Well, who was that that stopped you the other day? <laughs> that was a deputy sheriff. And he's sworn in to represent the sheriff and the sheriff's purposes. Well, that's what a priest is. 
very quickly, the bishops, the overseers, uh, the pastors, that became overwhelming. And as we saw in uh, the New Testament reading uh, in Acts tonight, that's where we came up with this idea of deacons. Now, was it a good idea? Well, apparently, because it tells us right there in Acts chapter 6, it worked out fine. And the minute they formed this order, got them doing those helpful things, the church began growing again. Multiplying, it says. Not just growing, but multiplying. So it grew prolifically. And so, that's simply... Inside of every bishop is a priest and a deacon. And inside every priest, whether you ever ordained to the diaconate, and several jumped over that, but inside every priest better be a deacon. It's probably the greatest quality of Christ represented in the offices. And so we should never take it lightly. We should never, ever underestimate the power and the anointing that we find in the deacons. I want to uh, commend each and every one of these men. And I want to encourage you that it all work out. <laughs> it won't work out. You know, um, there's so much to work to do. What we need to learn to do as uh, the saints, the laity, we're all the laity, by the way, uh, myself included, um, we need to support them. We need to support them. Because what they're going to do, they, they volunteered to take that weight of carrying that burden, and they took the responsibility of it, but they can't possibly carry it. They can't possibly. So one of the traits that we look for in a deacon is leadership. Does he have the ability to rally people who are willing to do that? Because the attributes of service that we see in deacons, we see right here in my worship team. Yeah, People are willing to go beyond what would be normal. They don't come here to get. They come here to give. And then as a result, it creates this synergy and this tremendous power of the Holy Spirit that works amongst us and creates this uh, koinonia, this family that we have. And uh, why would anybody, anybody in their right mind want to miss what we find inside our embrace? And God for... Give us if we take it too lightly. So what happens, this, this calling forth occurs by the laying on of hands. They brought these men, remember, in the sixth chapter. They said, you guys figure out who you want, but they have to be men of this stature. And so they brought them forth, and then the apostles, it said, just like Jesus did in the upper room in John chapter 20 when he 
set forth the disciples, and they went from being disciples to apostles. He laid his hands on them, and he breathed the Holy Spirit. And that's exactly what the modern-day apostle, the bishop in the church, is going to do to these men. Lay hands on them, and that anointing will come upon them, and your life will change forever. Undoubtedly, some may go on and become priests, bishops, but don't ever forget the greatest treasure you were ever given, the diaconate. The benefits that it brought in the chapter 6 are the same benefits that it bring us today. And what happens there in the 6th chapter should happen in every age, in every setting, every time deacons are ordained. May it be our prayer that through our deacon ministry, we see the same benefits come to our church as it did the early church, the unification of the church, the emancipation of the pastor to do more and more work in gathering the saints and the multiplication of disciples of Christ. With that in mind, we read in 1 Timothy 1.13, Those who have served well gain an excellent standing and great assurance in their faith in Jesus Christ. So Paul's telling us that two things come as a reward for you men. Deep respect from this family and personal assurance that the Lord is pleased with you. Let's move on. Why all the falderà and grandeur? It's a play. And we're trying to demonstrate the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, who sits on the throne. And he's given power to his church. And we'll be faithful to carry it on. My brothers, every Christian's called to follow Jesus Christ, serving God the Father through the power of the Holy Spirit. God now calls you to a special ministry of servanthood directly under your bishop. In the name of Jesus Christ, you're to serve all people, particularly the poor, the weak, the sick, and the lonely. As a deacon in the church, you're to study the Holy Scriptures to seek nourishment from them and to model your life upon them. You're to make Christ and His redemptive love known 
by your word and example to those among whom you live and work and worship. You to interpret to the church the needs and concerns and hopes of the world. You to assist the bishop and priest in public worship and in the ministration of God's word and sacraments and you to carry out other duties assigned to you from time to time. At all times, your life and teachings are to show Christ people that in serving the helpless, they're serving Christ himself. My brothers, do you believe that you're truly called by God and his church to the life and work of a deacon? Me too. Do you know in the presence of the church? Do you now, in the presence of the church, commit yourselves to this trust and responsibility? I do. Will you be guided by the pastoral direction and leadership of your bishop? I will. And will you be faithful in prayer and in the reading and study of Holy Scripture? I will. Will you look for Christ in all others, being ready to heal and serve those in need? Will you do your best to pattern your life and that of your family in accordance with the teachings of Christ so that you may be a wholesome example to all people? I will. Will you in all things seek not your glory, but the glory of the Lord Christ? I will. May the Lord by his grace uphold you in the service he lays upon you.
O God, most merciful Father, we praise you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, who took on himself the form of a servant and humbled himself, becoming obedient even to death on the cross. We praise you that you've highly exalted him and made him Lord of all, and that through him we know that whoever would be great must be servant of all. We praise you for the many ministries of your church and for calling these your servants to the order of deacons. Lord, look with favor on this servant of yours, Andrew. Whom we now dedicate to the office of deacon to minister at your holy altar. Lord, send forth upon them the Holy Spirit, that they may be strengthened by the gift of your sevenfold grace to carry out faithfully the work of the ministry. Make them, O Lord, modest and humble, strong and constant to observe the discipline of Christ. Let his life and teaching so reflect your commandments that through him many may come to know you and love you. As your son came not to be served, but to serve, may this deacon share in Christ's service and come to the unending glory of him who, with you and the Holy Spirit, lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Receive this Bible, is stole in the book of prayer, signs of your authority to proclaim God's word and to assist in the ministration of his holy sacraments. Lord, look with favor on this servant of yours, whom we now dedicate to the office of deacon, to minister at your holy altar. Send forth upon him the Holy Spirit, that they may be strengthened by the gift of your sevenfold grace to carry out faithfully the work of the ministry. (coughs) Too much smoke. Make Jesse, O Lord, modest and humble, strong and constant to observe the discipline of Christ. Let his life and teaching so reflect your commandments that through him many may come to know you and love you. As your son came not to be served but to serve, may this deacon share in Christ's service and come to the unending glory of him who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God forever and ever. Amen. Thank <laughs> you.
see this Bible, this stole, this book of prayer, as signs of your authority to proclaim God's word and to assist in the ministration of his holy sacraments. Lord, look with favor on this, your servant, Jeffrey, whom we now dedicate to the office of deacon to minister at your holy altar. Lord, send forth upon him the Holy Spirit that they may be strengthened by the gift of your sevenfold grace and carry out faithfully the work of the ministry. Make him, O Lord, modest and humble, strong and constant to observe the discipline of Christ. Let his life and teaching so reflect your commandments that through him many may come to know you and love you. As your son came not to be served but to serve, may this deacon share in Christ's service and come to the unending glory of him who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Bible, prayer book, stole, signs of your authority to proclaim God's word and to assist in the ministration of his holy sacrament. Thank you. change your diapers. <laughs> I have. <laughs> what a fine man you've grown up to be. Amen. Lord, look with favor on this your servant, whom we now dedicate to the office of deacon to minister at your holy altar. Send forth upon him the Holy Spirit, that he may be strengthened by the gift of your sevenfold grace to carry out faithfully the work of the ministry. Make him, O Lord, modest and humble, strong and constant to observe the discipline of Christ. Let his life and teaching so reflect your commandments that through him many may come to know you and love you. As your son came not to be served but to serve, may this deacon share in Christ's service and come to the unending glory of him who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God forever and ever. Amen. Receive this Bible, this stole, and this book of common prayer as signs of your authority to proclaim God's word and to assist in the ministration of his holy sacraments.
Lord, look with favor on this, your servant, Charles, whom we now dedicate to the office of deacon, the minister at your holy altar. Send forth upon him the Holy Spirit, that he may be strengthened by the gift of your sevenfold grace to carry out faithfully the work of the ministry. Make him, O Lord, modest, humble, strong, constant, to observe the discipline of Christ. Let his life and teaching so reflect your commandments that through him many may come to know you and love you. As your son came not to be served but to serve, may this deacon share in Christ's service and come to the unending glory of him who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God forever and ever. Amen. Charlie received this Bible, this prayer book, this stole as signs of your authority to proclaim God's work and to assist in the administration of his holy sacraments. job so far <laughs> the peace of the Lord be always with you with turn and greet your neighbor with the peace Well, something I've needed to do for uh, a long time, and uh, it says, if you wait upon the Lord, you'll renew your strength, and you'll be able to rise up with wings as an eagle. And uh, one great loss I experienced in my life was to lose uh, 
our canon missioner, Gary Henizer, dear friend, close counsel. I met with him every week when I was a young new bishop, and uh, we all who knew him remember his greatness. But uh, it's time. There's a new breath blowing, and so I'm going to uh, sign a new canon missioner. Mark, come on up here, Miller. Yeah, all right. Canon missioner is an interesting job. Uh, a missioner means that he's supposed to be a missionary and build the diocese. So uh, we're, we're hoping that uh, through his insidious prayer, <laughs> probably not the right word. That's the first order, right? <laughs> Pray till you bleed. And, uh, and uh, his assistance, his encouragement, that uh, he will able to help me and the other uh, priests to build this diocese. <clears throat> Do you believe it's the will of God that you serve Jesus Christ in His church as a canon missioner? I do. I do too. Will you be faithful to your bishop in his direction in matters pertaining to the office of a canon missioner? I will. God being my helper. Will you, by the help of God, do all in your power to exercise the duties of a canon missioner as directed by your bishop? I will, God being my helper. Having made these promises in the presence of God, your bishop, and your fellow presbyters, I appoint you a canon missioner for the Diocese of the West in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. May you serve our triune God well in the office that is being bestowed upon you. Amen. Either one, this one or this one. In the name of the most holy and undivided Trinity, amen. To all the faithful in Christ Jesus throughout the world, greetings. Be it known unto you that these presents that Mark William Miller has been called to work together with his bishop as a pastor and a teacher and to take his share in the councils of the church. He has been selected in accordance with the canons of the International Communion of the Charismatic Episcopal Church to serve God as canon missioner in the Diocese of the West of the International Communion of the Charismatic Episcopal Church. Now this letter is a sign that he is fully empowered and authorized to exercise this ministry, accepting this privileges and responsibilities as a canon of the church, in communion with his bishop, having committed himself to this work. We do hereby charge him to forget not the trust of those who have chosen him, to care alike for the young and the old, the strong and the weak, the rich and the poor, that both by his words and in his life, to proclaim the gospel, to love and serve Christ's people, and finally to nourish them and strengthen them, to glorify God in this life and in the life to come. 
Now may the Lord who has given him the will to do these things give him the grace and power to perform them. Signed and attested at the Cathedral Church of St. Michael's in the city of San Clemente, California, this 17th day of January, in the year of our Lord, 2020. The Feast of St. Meninus, Abbot, the same also being held as a memorial of St. Pyre. And in the 24th year of my episcopate, therewith affixed my hand and seal by the most Reverend Douglas E. Kessler, Bishop Ordinary of the Diocese of the West of the International Communion of the Charismatic Episcopal Church. God, you've called godly men to walk alongside your servant Moses. And as your son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, sought out men to walk alongside him in ministry, we believe you've called and appointed your servant Mark to serve your church as a canon missioner. Holy God, pour out upon him by your Holy Spirit all the grace and power needed to carry out the duties and responsibilities of this office in accordance with your will and for the betterment of your church. All this we ask in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Maybe uh, we'll help these guys out to uh, recoup some of the investment they've made in this uh, interesting future. So uh, please bear with us. Christ, we thank you for all that you give us. We ask that you would bless our offerings and our tithes. Lord, bless them in your kingdom and in our own lives, in Christ's name, amen. Breathe on. 
Welcome all baptized believers to receive the body and blood of Christ. This is the table of the Lord. It's made ready for those who love Him and for those who want to love Him more. So come, you who have much faith and you who have little. You who have been here often and you have not been here long. You who have tried to follow and you who have failed, come. You come because it's the Lord who invites you. It's His will that those who want Him should meet Him right here. So you come tonight to the table. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give Him thanks and praise. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ, our Lord. To the great shepherd of your flock, Jesus Christ our Lord, who after his resurrection sent forth his apostles to preach the gospel and to teach all nations and promised to be with them always, even to the end of the ages. And so with all the choir of angels in heaven we proclaim your glory and we join in their unending hymn of praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, you are holy indeed, the fountain of all holiness. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts to make them holy, so they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he had given to death, a death he freely accepted. Our Lord took bread and gave you thanks. He broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper had ended, he took the cup. And again he gave you thanks and praise. He gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. 
Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread and this saving cup. We thank you for coming, for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and to serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love together with our Patriarch Craig, our Bishop Douglas, and all the clergy. Remember those who we now pray. Olivia, Connie, Susan, Carl, Serena, Naomi, Rachel, Nadia, Kyle, Sonia, Sandra, Joel, Maria, Karen, Father Clifford, Father David and Darcy, Tammy, Joyce, Daniel, men and women in service. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles and the martyrs and all the saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him, with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory are yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and so we have courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Christ, our Passover, sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us thy peace. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on them in your heart with thanksgiving. Blessed are those who were called to the Supper of the Lamb.
Let us pray. Almighty Father, we thank you for feeding us with the holy food of the body and blood of your Son, and for uniting us through him in the fellowship of your Holy Spirit. We thank you for raising among us faithful servants for the ministry of your word and sacraments. We pray that Andrew, Jesse, Jeffrey, John, and Charles may be to us an effective example in word and action and in love and patience and in the holiness of life. Grant that we with them may serve you now and always rejoice in your glory through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Remember the gospel, God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world to himself, not counting men's sins against them. He loves us. He's not mad at us. He's forgiven us, and he'll never leave us or forsake us. And the blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain you always. Amen. Amen.
Oh, there is a reception at Father Jim Howes' house. Do we have instructions? Cards right here. Please get one before you go. You don't want to miss it. And two outside.